Welcome to Conversations for the Soul. I'm Anita, a personal development enthusiast. <laughs> and I'm Sasha, psychologist and someone who is always search for the answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we'll talk about something very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, very <laughs> like, m- modern topic, I think, yeah. at some point. Um, we'll talk about being yourself and getting what you want easily. Um, so we have a couple questions. We'll start with what we mean by being yourself, authenticity, and then we'll move on to um, what is authenticity versus rigidity? Mm-hmm. Um, what is not being authentic? Why is it important to be true to yourself? Um, and how you will get what you want easily? Okay, well, it sounds very promising. Let's dive in. <laughs> Let's dive in. Yeah. Um, so for authenticity, um, I found two um, sort of definitions that I'd like to share. One is um, authenticity is being our true selves, taking out the layers that we built around ourselves through the influence of society and our immediate relationships. Um, so yeah, basically authenticity, mm-hmm. being true to yourself. Um, and the other one I found is authenticity comes from the Greek word authentheos, which means uh, that which you do with your own hands. So in a way, authenticity is taking the control in your mm-hmm. own hands, taking control of your life, of how you act, whatever it is in your own hands. Um, and I watched a TED talk that I really, really recommend from um, Professor Herminia Ibarra uh, on the authenticity paradox. And there she was saying that this definition, the, um, that which you do with your own hands, is interpreted by psychologists as the outcome of a process of becoming your own person, a lifelong process of learning about yourself. What I really like about this definition is that it's not saying being who you are. It's saying becoming your own person. Mm-hmm. It's saying it's a process of learning about yourself. Yeah. And what I like about this is that The firstly, maybe we don't know who we are. Mm-hmm. So learning about ourselves is good because I do think, eh, come on, do we really know who we are? Yeah. Like easily? Yeah. And by not? the way, they said life learning. <laughs> so it's a lot fast process. Yeah. <laughs> and, and another thing about it not being life learning, which was my second point, was that we change throughout our lives. So if we have this idea of who we are at a certain time, And then we live by that. We're not being our true selves maybe right now because we changed, because people change and we grow and we learn from experiences. That's the whole experience of being human, you know? Yeah. Um, so this is exactly the idea of being aligned with yourself you know, all the time. So it's the process of like, like to, to, to turn inside and to see how you change, in which ways you change and always be like connected to this part of yourself. Yeah, I like that. Um, and so let's move on to the point about not confusing authenticity with, with rigidity. I think this is exactly what we're saying with, you know, changing. Um, but I want to bring in a couple ideas on this. Mm-hmm. Um, since we say we like the definition of, you know, authenticity being a lifelong process of learning about yourself, learning means doing stuff that don't feel comfortable, you know, trying something new. So... On one hand, we're saying authenticity is being your true self. On the other hand, we're saying try something new, do something that's not comfortable. Um, and what I like about this is that 
When you're saying you're learning about yourself, it's like you can break ideas you have about yourself. Try to be someone else, something else. See if that works. Yeah, but it's, it, it's, a, it's exactly of learning. So, for example, I can try something else that I've never done before. And I, if I'm authentic, if I'm true to myself, to all this, like trying to see how I feel in this new experience, what it gives to me, how I eat it. If it feels e- good. It feels good. If it comes easily or not. And if like, it comes naturally. Yeah, naturally and so on. So it's also authentic to like kind of find my unique, authentic way to do this thing, to mm. want to be continuous or not want to be continuous. Mm. So also it's kind of, too, especially, for example, it's come up for me for... Uh, I remember it was super popular to do snowboarding. Now it's also popular. And we let all my friends do snowboarding. You all know, I was everyone. a professional skier. Oh my god. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm, I'm gonna call it. Oh, <laughs> Continue. Okay. So everyone was doing and I was very kind of on this influence. And I even bought a snowboard and all wow. the clothes and everything before even the ones. That's go- a big investment. It was a big investment. I, okay. And the first time when I come, we went to the like. Mountains, like mountains, like, like yeah, slopes. With a friend who's gonna teach me, and they hated so much. I did so much. It was horrible. Oh, it was so sad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and everyone was skiing, like, and my friend uh, trying to do, like, everyone was do snowboarding, and my friend was suffering trying to teach me somehow, and it was totally didn't work. In the very end, everyone was no, you need to go and try, try many other times. But I felt like it didn't really work and I didn't really enjoy it even a little bit. So this is a great point that I wanted to discuss, mm-hmm. actually. Um, I was a, a, like a ski racer. Um, I, I, and I remember how I started and it didn't feel natural at all. Mm. But then like now I love it so much. Like when you're talking about the slopes and the mountain and yeah. I'm like visualizing the, the snow, I really miss it. Like my soul is there. I want to go back. I, I had an injury and that's how I stopped. Mm-hmm. But um, so if I hadn't forced myself to keep trying and keep trying, A, I wouldn't have this idea about myself that, you know, I'm open to trying new things and I can mm-hmm. succeed and it's okay to fail. Um, and B, I wouldn't, if I stopped the first time, I didn't like it. If I had stopped, I wouldn't know I'm so good at it. You know, I, okay. I, I was Turkey's champion at a, at a certain oh, wow. point. It's, it's not such a big thing, but... Um, I have a question for you. Where, when you felt like you like it, what do you remember? After a lot, a lot, a lot of work. First of all, just to be clear, I hate cold. And skiing, you have to do it in cold. So it really didn't feel natural. It really, really didn't. I hated the cold. I hated being out in the slope. I hated the wind. I hated how like my hands were freezing every time I came back from a skiing um, training. Mm-hmm. But when I was when I worked on it, and I I I don't want to say I became good at it, but I sort of you know when you start skiing, I started maybe when I was three, four years old, something mm-hmm. like this, very young. And when you start, you you keep falling and falling. Even if you start at an older age, I'm just of course you keep <laughs> falling even more. <laughs> um, so from higher height, because <laughs> you're bigger. Um, so I was falling a lot, and then there came a point when I wasn't falling enough because I understood how the balance would work, and then I felt so free. I was just it was me and nature, and I was flowing on the mountains, you know. Um, and then it became natural. It wasn't natural. It became natural. 
What do you think about this? This is actually a very interesting point. For me, it's like where exactly this point when you you are recovering with harness, so you kind of you learn and it becomes easier, so you learn the thing, and then the enjoyment. I guess when you felt like you felt that you can do the things came naturally, and then you was able to enjoy of this feeling of flowing of this nature of like to be to be there. But uh, for me, it's a question where, where is. Till when you need to suffer at some point. Yeah, yeah? it to, was to definitely suffering. suffering. And if it's not going to get to this feeling. And when it's a moment to, to, Stop. Ex- <laughs> to, to accept that it's suffer. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very questionable. Each person should... I gave up apparently very fast. No, I'm not so fine. sure. Maybe that's the right attitude. So, uh, I really I, don't know. Uh, it's it's fine for me. Don't uh, don't feel like I want to start again. This maybe <laughs> yeah. It, maybe I can convince you. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We can try. But there is other things. When, for example, it also comes for me not uh, that easy. But I kind of tend to try it more and have way more motivation. Yes, and it's it's fine. But the question where is uh, this exactly line where we need to stop? You know, where is it like, be rigid? Like it's a like point this. of change. Of like for me it was hard and I didn't want to change so I was rigid in some point there and it didn't work this way. Maybe I think right now if I, the the environment was different so I would have kind of learned and go it my way and because I was forced to go from very high like slope mm-hmm. for the first time. Wow, that's uh, and uh, I, I kind <laughs> big of, mistake. Yeah, so it was very scary and I didn't know and I saw people who were like. Was the ambulance was coming, so Ooh. it didn't help inspired me at all. <laughs> so it kind of. Uh, so maybe my learning is, is um, maybe we we do need to give ourselves this inner gentle push mm-hmm. to try new things, um, but then if we see that we're struggling, maybe that's the point to ask ourselves a question. You know, what are our values? Do we want to make something out of this? Is this a time when I'm going to work on? Um, exploring something new. Do I want to make this investment at this point of, and, of, of and time? And also, what is our why? Like, what is our motivation? For power. me, it kind of everything was enjoying, fun, and enjoying. It's like a very nice experience. Everyone was enjoying it. For me, it was like, felt like I'm the one from uh, people who enjoy it and I am not and I didn't want to to suffer mm-hmm. for enjoyment you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. to get to have this high price to maybe someday to start enjoying maybe if I came from a different motivation my way was to have this skill to learn to feel as my body work to feel that I can do that this motivation is different mm-hmm. it's more about to to get a new skill and not to enjoy and have fun mm-hmm. so I kind of I think it's also a very like big uh, reason where is the this um, the border yeah where is this exact line of stopping so, so where, or do you, where do you stop um, being playful with yourself and trying to understand if this is for you Mm-hmm. Or, you know, go back to what what feels comfortable. You ask yourself the why. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like this tactic. Um, and yeah, like, we need to be free to experiment. And then if it doesn't work out, you can try something else. Um, you're not committing to being that kind of a person or this kind of a person. You iterate like all good startups iterate on their products. You iterate on yourself and then um, see how it goes. Ask yourself the right questions. Um, and I think asking yourself the right questions is also good to 
know what's in your mind. Of course, you know? it's exactly to be authentic, to yeah. ask yourself and to be aligned. Um, I want to move on to talking about what is not being authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that um, the queries on Google on authenticity and being true to yourself doubled compared to the last couple of years. Clearly, people are more noticing a need to be authentic and a need mm-hmm. to be true to themselves. Um, why might that be? Why do you think maybe we are not being so authentic? I think we can, you, I don't know, bring this uh, metaphor. It's also very popular. It's like wearing a mask. Mm, I like that. <laughs> like, um, when we have, uh, so there is, I think for me, it's like two moments when we don't know who we really are, uh, you know, and we behave in some like social, like social mask, how it's common to behave, how we've been taught from childhood to behave. And we kind of, we do it, but we know that inside something different. Sometimes we really don't know, we're not aligned because it's also not, it's only now start to be very like uh, popular to ask what you want, to think and focus on your mm. feelings. And before it wasn't very that true. much. So I kind of, uh, sometimes I don't really know. For example, in uh, at work, I have a conversation with my boss or even a coworker and I'm not agree. And sometimes uh, it might, I'm not going to, instantly very naturally to say that I'm not agree because it's like social like socially rule, not acceptable acceptable or rules or maybe I will tell or maybe in the in also if I will how I will tell that yeah. and how the it also depends how much is my anger and my disagreement or and also how it's accept, acceptable at work so kind of this masks masks to be loyal to be like green and or neutral and to be um, like uh, Aligned with what person saying, but I'm not really connected what what I feel. So I agree that one reason for maybe not being true to ourselves is not knowing ourselves. Yeah, like feelings come and then if we don't actually sit down and we don't always have the time to sit down and think about them, we don't know why we feel this and where this comes from and, and you know, who this makes us be. So yeah, definitely one reason of not being true to yourself is not having done the work on getting to know ourselves which is completely natural but I think the second one is maybe not accepting ourselves maybe I don't know seeing ourselves with a certain lens that you know this thing about myself I don't like it and therefore I don't want to show it Mm -hmm. and so I I put on a mask in order to hide something I don't like about myself like in the social of course we all have some aspect not really like that reactive Mm-hmm. from the like environment and mm-hmm. the, the reality we don't just react in the first supernatural way of course we have many layers and it's more complicated for sure but uh, um mm-hmm. so before we get to how we can be true to ourselves in these two situations you know when we don't know ourselves and maybe when we don't accept ourselves i want to say why it's important to be authentic Mm -hmm. i want you all to agree that it is important to be true to yourself (laughs) before i tell you how you can be important to yourself um i have two um reasons in my mind the first reason i think is that no one else can fill the void you can fill in this world no one has the exact same background as you have same experiences as you have, same interests as you have. So 
no one will be thinking the exact same way you think, the exact same way your mind perceives and interprets things. In any conversation, when you're talking about something from your perspective, yes, people can agree and see your perspective, but no one will be seeing the exact full picture that you have in your mind. And this is great because you can bring something to this world that no one else can bring. And that's wonderful. And if you don't get to know who you are, what goes on in your mind, no one else can. So there's something you can bring to this world that no one else can. And that's why it's very, very important to get to know ourselves. Um, I want to give a personal example on this. When I started my yoga teacher training, I remember thinking, you know, I can't do all of the yoga advanced poses. How am I going to teach? I am not maybe the best at this aspect of yoga. How am I going to teach? And I remember something even before, you know, we showed this, me and the other um, yoga instructors at the time at our yoga teacher training were thinking of this. The trainer said something that I think will stay with me for the rest of my life. Um, she said that there is someone out there that needs exactly the way you will teach yoga. Someone that needs to learn from you. Mm, it's wow. it's wonderful, it's no? Wonderful. Um, there is someone that will need exactly your point of view in a certain situation. Um, to hear advice from you or to get that creative idea from you, your problem solving. There are, you know not even one, I think, many opportunities in life where there's something that you can bring that only you can bring. There's value that you bring that no one else can. And that's an amazing opportunity that should really excite us. And that's why we really need to, I think, try to be yeah, true course. to ourselves. And it's very interesting. So there is, uh, uh, are there really uh, someone who we can connect and to see like his or her own perspective and to, to learn in this specific way, as you said. It's also if we will think about ourselves, but other way around. For example, if I'm going to the to yoga course or if I'm going to anything, to uh, searching for a teacher for studying a language or something like that. So I have my own ideas how it's going to be and there's going to be a person maybe not who knows everything, but person who I can connect. Have yeah, this, so uh, true connection. This, connect, this personal connection this his or her personality will speaks to me mm -hmm. and it will, will be, uh, create this environment and going to be the best for me to learn mm -hmm. these specific things and it doesn't necessarily should be the professor mm -hmm. or the best of the best person who knows all the ans answers no but it's going to be this unique connection and mm -hmm. this unique communication with this person that will allow me to to go there and to learn and mm -hmm. to be uh, constant and so on and you know what actually when i first went to a yoga class I really hadn't enjoyed it uh, you have this <laughs> <laughs> no I remember thinking you know you're sitting down and and they're telling me to uh, visualize myself growing to sit tall that really didn't work for me and then I never did yoga again for years wow. until one day in England I went to a yoga class with a friend of mine that forced me to go to that yoga class and I loved how that teacher was teaching like she really like made us explore new 
things to our body, you know, new p- postures that I never thought I would be able to do. And thanks to her, I started yoga. I did it for six years, whatever. And then I start. I decided to wow. be a yoga instructor. So exactly as you said, it's so true. It's all about connections. Connections okay. and, and personality. So in the end, we, we, yeah, so we work. It doesn't, the content, of course, content is matter. But we see as like a teacher or professor or something, content is matter, but the most of the majority of the part of makes it brings us success you know in this field or not it's this our personality how we use our personality in this field and that if we align to who we are and we join and it comes so easily like we've been in a flow then we can really reach and be successful in this way because people feel it and they want to connect and they want to you know to to test this environment mm-hmm. in this atmosphere i like the word uh, you mentioned flow Um, that connects me to the second point, why it's important to be authentic. Um, if you act in line with your true self and give yourself what you need to be, and you can give yourself what you need to be happier and more successful. Um, I watched the TED Talk, um, <laughs> as I always do. Um, it's called Achieving More by Doing Less by Bethany Butzer. Again, highly recommended. Um, she's talking about the fact that life involves effort, but the trick is balancing effort with ease. Um, and she's talking about this idea of upstream effort versus downstream effort. And she's saying, you know, we always hear everything in life, you know, comes with work. We need to work um, to get things done. And she's saying, it's true, we need to put effort in, but there's upstream effort and downstream effort. So upstream effort is when you're feeling as if you're putting effort and you have to like push mountains to get to results it it really challenges you and it's hard to see results whereas downstream efforts there's still challenge but you're seeing results you it you feel as if you're going with the current of flow you know the water takes you where you're going you're you're still swimming otherwise the water you know wouldn't take you where you need to get to at least not in a reasonable yeah, time take you somewhere that you don't expect you know somewhere um you're still swimming but the water is giving you that help i think this mm-hmm. is where the term flow really fits yeah. mm-hmm. you're flowing with life you're you're walking but life is also supporting you where you where you're getting to um and she here she was talking about doing what feels natural but working hard on that mm-hmm. so you can work hard on something that doesn't feel natural and you can see results yeah, when course. you work hard you will see results but what's the price and it, does it worth it is it worth it? the effort the result needs to be worth the effort i think we should always work hard i i really believe mm-hmm. in working hard but i think we should work hard in the right areas Work hard in an area that feels natural to you so that you're getting somewhere and with the help of the water, you're getting there maybe faster mm-hmm. with ease. The, the true question here is, do you want to have a blissful life or do you want to have a hard life where you get some results? Now, I think if you want, if think about that feeling, if you want to feel happy, you can work hard in order to feel successful, which might make you happy. Or you can work hard, but peacefully in an area that feels good to you. What do you think about this? Yeah, of course, I think uh, when you go with the flow, you go something natural in the area. So like, 
in the very end it's we have I don't know, like here, one life. Let's let's think we have one life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because we have different ideas. Uh, and we, how we live in life, it's like dependent on, uh, on us. And uh, we, it's better for us to live with uh, easy and with more like uh, happiness and enjoyment. You know, say in the professional field, especially for when we see that there is a field we can be enjoy more and get it easy and get uh, like enjoy in a way. I think it's in the very end, it's... Uh, not about the to getting something by the end, you know, when we achievement as it, as it is. When we try to, as you said, to push the mountain, we have this. Why we do that? Like in the mm-hmm. in the very beginning, we want to achieve something, achieve this uh, uh, high position at mm-hmm. work, achieve this high salary, or I don't know, this perfect body mm-hmm. or some amazing skill. So we think in the end, but it's very hard for us to enjoy the process because it's suffering mm-hmm. in the end. It's hard for us to do. We push the mountain, we work hard in the end to get somewhere and we will get somewhere. But this, a lot of, like, bunch of time of hours or days or weeks, we suffer in some point. And we can mm-hmm. learn to be, to accept this suffering. Mm-hmm. And if there is a way to achieve also something, but in the same time, in being in this flow, enjoying this, pro- mm-hmm. enjoying this uh, road, mm-hmm. it gets us faster and easier. And the, the, the feeling of our life, the quality mm-hmm. of our life is different, mm-hmm. is better. Uh, I read a book called Ikigai. Again, highly recommended. Mm-hmm. I feel like I recommend everything. No, I only right. recommend the ones that I like. <laughs> um, it's it's about um, how Japanese people from the Okinawa prefecture live longer, have a higher average length of life mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the world. And there, um, one of the concepts they talk about is being at flow state. If you have more time in your life where you are at flow state, you will have a longer life is what they're saying. Uh, What is a flow state? I really, really, really like this. Mm -hmm. A flow state is when you're doing something and you are so merged with what you're doing that you don't feel, Mm -hmm. hear, see anything else. The example they gave up on the book was when a pianist is in front of thousands of people but playing that piano and it's just them and the piano united, one. They don't hear anything, they don't know what time it is, they can do this for hours and hours and it feels as if it's just been a second. You know, I, I feel this when I'm writing a yoga class, you know, sometimes it feels like um, it's been two seconds when I look at the time and it's been like two hours. You know, when, when you're working on something that you completely lose track of time because you are so merged with this mm-hmm. thing, you are at flow state. If only we can find things that will bring us to flow state, we will live a life full of ease. Because when you're doing something that feels so natural to you, you just flow with it. And, and then, you know, your life doesn't feel like you have to move something from a place to another. It just feels like, you know, it, it feels like things come easily. And um, we promised something very big at the beginning. We said, how do you get what you want easily? <laughs> I think the answer is by wanting the right thing. How do you know what What's is the right, right thing? Yeah, exactly. Through getting to know yourself. So here are the tactics on how to be authentic. And then in the end, I want to give a final example on how mm-hmm. I got what I want easily in life. Um, so the tactics, how can you be authentic? How do you be true to yourself? Three tactics. One, get to know yourself. 
Ask yourself questions and hard questions. If you don't know yourself, how can you be true to yourself? You know, I think it's very important and people don't do this. Sit by yourself. And what helps me is writing. So I always Mm -hmm. give examples of writings. Write. What are my values? What is important for me? And, you know, use a cheat sheet. Write online what are important values and try to determine what's important for you. Or, Or ask yourself what brings me happiness what would my best day look like you know if I had this one day when I can say this has been the best day of my life if I don't even know what would be the best day of my life how can I do anything about it to live that you know ask yourself questions hard questions not just how am how am I today but even ask that how are you today so that you can see you know what gets you to that feeling ask yourself hard questions easy questions ask yourself (laughs) questions have conversations with yourself get to know yourself so that's tactic number one number two listen to yourself and this is ongoing okay maybe in the middle of a fight you can't ask yourself why did I feel this way Mm, what made me feel so tense right now but when you do get a chance maybe at the end of the day maybe this is why meditation is so good you know Mm. have quiet times with yourself there was a song that I really like in Turkish she was saying in that song um there's something about life that others cannot tell you it's inside you if you don't listen to yourself you can't hear that side of life you need to sit down with yourself in your own quiet and just ask yourself how you feel listen to yourself focus on yourself so this is tactic number two listen to yourself spend time with yourself and the last one my favorite of all time (laughs) i can talk about this all my life accept yourself you are wonderful the way you are because everyone is because exactly as the yoga teacher was saying there's something that you can bring to the world others want you know there's a teaching style that you will have maybe you don't even like it but there will be that one um, student of yours that will like and if you are not made that way you can't connect with that student so knowing that there will be someone that will appreciate a quality of yours appreciate it yourself accept yourself with the bad with the good everything totally and that doesn't mean you won't work on yourself you will as we said being true to yourself is recreating yourself through trying new things enjoying continuing not enjoying uh, doing something else um but you need to come from a place of acceptance accept where you are today so that you can grow you know yeah, only then you can really grow it, to be, to be honest. Exactly. Like, only when you really accept and you see who you are and understand where you want to go and, and why you want to go. Because sometimes, this idea about growing, sometimes uh, you, don't, you can, but you don't need to, or you don't want to for some reason. But when you're really ready and you understand what exactly and how you want to grow, how do you want really change? And then you can get it in the most, uh, in the best way, actually. And in the being in this flow of, on the groaning, during the groaning. So as promised, the final example, um, how you can get what you want easily. Um, I remember there was a time when um, I was at university um, uh, and I wanted to do a placement year. It's in the US called a sandwich year. I think in the UK it was called a placement year where you pause your university for one year work and then um, go back to university and graduate. So I did do this. Um, And my idea was that I really wanted to try marketing. I wanted to try marketing to see if I would like it. Um, And I really, really, really wanted to work for a technology company. Mm. My heart lied with Apple. I really, really, really wanted to work for Apple. So I applied um, and then I didn't hear back at all. 
a month passed, I think another two weeks passed, something like this. And I was really frustrated because I put like, just to that one page application, I think I worked for that like one month. So I really wanted to get that. Um, and then one day when I was speaking to my mom, um, she told me, you know what, maybe they called you. Did you check your other number just around this time? Uh, I had changed my phone mm. number. I still had my old SIM. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll try. But, you know, I gave them my email address. Surely if they wouldn't reach me on my phone, they would email me. So I put the old SIM and then I hear a voice note. I still remember exactly her intonation even. She was saying, hi, Anita, this is, I'm not going to give her name, calling from the Apple recruitment team. Um, please give me a call when you get a chance. And then she gave me her number. And then um, she was saying, this is regarding um, inviting you to an assessment center. Um, and then she said the, the, the date of the assessment center, which was the next day at the point when I heard wow. this voice note. Yeah. And um, there was no address, nothing else mentioned, just a phone number. I called that phone number and it turns out that it's another candidate that applied for this position. And I was like, how is this possible? You know, they said this is from the Apple's recruitment team. It turns out that instead of giving me her number, she gave me the number of the person that she was going to call after me. And this was a nightmare. It was such a nightmare because I really wanted to go oh. to that assessment center and I just couldn't go. I, it just didn't work for me. Um, we tried everything, you know. Um, the career advisor at my university called someone from the Apple recruitment team. And, you know, they, they are very secretive. They don't want everyone to reach them because this is yeah. Apple. So um, we tried online LinkedIn. Nothing, nothing worked. And I couldn't go to that assessment center. I was really frustrated. I, I remember, oh. like, I was physically, like, really, really depressed. Really depressed. Because I, I really, that, I thought that was my dream. And then I applied to Microsoft. Not that it was my second choice. Um, I grew up with Microsoft products. I loved Microsoft. It's just that I thought Apple was supposed to be right for me. But apl I applied for Microsoft. Um, within two weeks of uh, applying, um, I received an email <laughs> saying <laughs> that we tried to uh, call you um, and then uh, we wanted to invite you for an assessment center. You know what was different? I... I at my university, we had some lecture theaters that were underground. So mm -hmm. we didn't always have phone service. So they couldn't reach me. What did they do? They emailed me. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Apple didn't yeah. do that. Wow. <laughs> and then um, I, they gave me all the um, details in the email. And then I went to the assessment center. Um, I passed that for the next stage. Apparently, they called me again. They didn't reach me. You know what they did? They emailed me. <laughs> and then... Um, for some reason, everything just flowed. Mm. It just flowed. Like, they didn't reach me. They emailed me. Um, I missed their call one day because I was in another interview. I called them back. It just flowed. I think the last point on getting what you want easily is really not putting effort into something that's not going to work. I really put a lot of effort in trying to get to Apple. You know, mm -hmm. I, I tried the career service at my university. I, the head of our department went to Apple because, you know, I kept going to these people, asking for their help, explaining them my situation. I said, I really, really, really want to get into Apple. And I didn't, mm -hmm. maybe I didn't put the effort into the right area. Because it just wasn't flowing. It just really wasn't flowing. And with Microsoft, everything was so easy. It just flowed. And the, uh, one round of interview, the next, and, and, you know, to get into Microsoft in England, there were a lot of stages. I think I went through six stages in total. 
and it just flowed, you know. And in one of the interviews, it was supposed to be a Skype interview, and um, the connection cut. So we rejoined, you know, the, the small glitches and problems mm-hmm. and everything happened, but it just flowed. Like the problems were happening and then life was overcoming mm-hmm. the flow. I, I, I can't explain this. It just, and honestly, I, I, I got that internship for those of you that are interesting. I, I had the placement year. I worked for Microsoft. I, they um, had given me a contract for one year. They even asked to extend the contract. Um, I, I stayed there for a couple more months and then I said, look, I really want to go back to university and graduate. So I did. Um, but it just flowed and I had an amazing time and it really was meant to be there. I met a mentor that is still mentoring me today. If I had gone to Apple, probably I wouldn't have, mm-hmm. I, I, we don't know. I, I wouldn't have met her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's very unlikely that I would have met her, you know? So um it sometimes it just flows sometimes maybe it's also a little bit about having faith you know if something mm-hmm. flows let life take you where you need to get to the key to getting what you want in an easy way is believing that you will get what you want in an easy way you know if you allow yourself to get what you want in an easy way it just flows. If you feel as if I felt mm-hmm. when I was applying to Apple, you know, I had to work. I have to put in the effort. In order to make something work, I have to put in the effort. They did call me to invite me for that assessment center. I, assessment center. I have to make this work. I have to, it has to be hard. If you have this perspective that, you know, good will only mm-hmm. come through hardship, that's the life you create for yourself. Of course. Whereas the Microsoft experience really taught me um, good doesn't have to come hard. I did put a lot of effort. I prepared for the interviews, mm-hmm. you know, it, a, a lot on that application and there were six stages. So, but it just flowed. Allow life to flow. I think that's the way to get things easily. Yeah, I think it's an amazing example. <laughs> wow, Thank it's you. very impressive, your life story. You. And I think it's very important to, to have this moment to understand where it's like, where is too much, where is not the flow, it's kind mm-hmm. of, it's overcoming and overcoming and it doesn't work and like, and be able as you did to be able, let it go. It's very important skill also mm-hmm. to, to see the difference and to see where it doesn't go and let it go to, to let the life take you with the flow mm-hmm. and to, to work the, the way that's more natural, more easily to go and to achieve what you want in the, in the very end. Yeah. I think it's about, um, th- this is exactly what people say when they say, it feels natural. Mm-hmm. For Apple, it didn't feel natural. I was trying to move mountains. It didn't feel natural. It wasn't moving. With Microsoft, it felt like I was trying to move mountains. You know, it was very hard to get into Microsoft, mm-hmm. but it felt natural. I was moving the mountains and they were moving. So focus on the effort. Mm-hmm. Effort versus the result. Um, as we always do, shall we do a super short one-minute summary? Um, authenticity is the process of becoming your own person it's a lifelong process of learning about yourself it's important to be authentic to be true to yourself um, because no one else can fill the void that you are here to fill and because if you act in line with your true self you can give yourself what you need and you can be happier and more successful um, and things will flow how can you be more authentic get to know yourself ask yourself the hard questions listen to yourself on an ongoing basis and accept yourself. Yeah. And maybe I can add, have faith. It yeah, will flow. Of course. Thank you very much for listening. I hope this was helpful. Talk to you next time. Thank you. Bye.